0: better humans i'm back and i really appreciate first of all i appreciate that you either watch and or listen it's kind of wild that we live these lives and then we die and we have no idea what happens after that Uh, probably nothing probably just we become stardust because we are stardust or the simulation ends and maybe the kid playing it or the god playing it or whatever that's playing the simulation or controlling it maybe that robot or thing or ball of energy maybe that just shuts it down and then starts a new one or a new level or whatever it's all it, it, i mean think about it a second it is so insane that our current understanding of the universe is just there was nothing and then uh everything matter condensed into a, a fine point and then it exploded and then that exploded out and expanded and is still expanding. And then you have this universe and all the stuff in between with minerals and metals and gold and diamond You know, diamonds in space are very common. It's like there's like ice kind of, it's just everywhere. Uh well actually ice is rare in space, because water's rare in space. But is it is water rare in space? I feel like some plants have a lot of ice. I don't know. That that's uh something somebody should look up but it's fascinating. There was nothing and there was something. Because no matter how deep you go into that thought rabbit hole, how do you go from there being nothing to something? If you believe in a supreme creator, whether that's God with a capital G or you believe in like the big bang and it was just accidental nature, I mean, even like nature, God, it doesn't matter what it is, what comes before it what came before it? The way our human brains work, and maybe this is just something that we can't even comprehend because it's like outside of our understanding. Before you have something, there's nothing, right? But if there's nothing, then how is there something? It's so crazy. It's so insane. It's so bizarre. My brain stops. like the. I imagine the gears in my brain just going like, uh, unable to move forward. But I wanted to say before I completely lost it on that tangent, that I appreciate you being here because time is the most precious thing we have. And you spend some of that time with me. I hope you get some value out of it. I hope you're uh, entertained, motivated, inspired, or you learn something, whatever, just something. I hope you feel something. That's the most important thing, that you feel something. And today's show is a little bit different. I want to do a show and more shows I will be doing where I go into one topic and I talk about it It's researched. You learn something. Maybe it's historical. A lot of times it's going to be historical. And then we maybe apply it to modern day life. And you just feel better for having listened because that's what the better human's about. And I'm your host, Colin Stuckert, entrepreneur, CEO, father, human obsessed with betterment and obsessed with using every minute of this precious thing called life well as I can. And then giving that to others and showing the world that everything is choice. And that's actually the book I'm working on. Max Truth. This is a truth that I felt like has been deep inside me for a long time. I haven't known what it is, but I've always felt it was there. And I've always felt that I'm, I had access to something where I could see something, at least vaguely see it because it wasn't very clearly defined. It was very fuzzy. I feel like it's come way more into high def in my brain lately because I've been really refining and distilling and think about it. But I mean, years, years and years of entrepreneurship, losing my father, really, really traumatic breakup experiences and being arrested and all these things that I don't actually talk about a whole lot. I don't even think about them a whole lot because for whatever reason, nature and nurture has programmed me where I don't literally, not literally, but I don't, look back to the past very much. Now, it's very useful to look back to the past, but it's very dangerous for most humans because humans fall into victim narrative and they create stories and judgments and labels and they live so much of their life under this idea of like, what do other people think or do? What's normal or not normal? And then are the things in my life, how do they fit into that paradigm? And if they don't fit into that paradigm, then I create shame and judgment and all these different things. A lot of them biological, a lot of them social. I understand why it is, but I've never done that. I mean, I, I do sometimes, sure. Like I definitely compare myself to others, and like I care about my appearance at times, and sometimes I don't care about my appearance as much. and you know, I cared about social media for a while and I was trying to grow out and then I didn't care. I keep coming back to this truth, though, that it's kind of absurd and ridiculous how much of human life is dictated by things we think we know and things we think other people think or no. (laughs) And then we create all these very strange, bizarre logic loops and connections. And we do this mental gymnastics. And then we live through that lens. It's self-created. It's almost always got some shame and guilt and judgment built into it. A lot of times the stories themselves are just straight up wrong because we misremember something or our ego protects us from seeing some information over others. And... You know, we just create this like very distorted view of life and our lives and others' lives and, you know, information, what's going on, what's true, what's not true. And what Max truth is, it's the reality, the mathematical certainty that everything in your life is your choice, slash responsibility, slash fault, slash whatever word you need to use to understand this because it all starts and ends in your mind. Without your mind, you don't exist. Without your mind, if you're a brain devil, if you're a vegetable, as they say, people wouldn't really think of you as a person anymore. They would think of you as somebody that used to be. Because your personality, who you are, is your mind. It's what you do and say. It's what you think and feel. It's what you say, don't say. It's how you interact with people. That's who you are as a person. And it's all up here. It's all in the brain. Without the mind, without the brain. You are just an empty vessel. You're just a meat sack. When you understand this and you think about it deeply enough, and I've been thinking about it a long time, I'm writing about it a lot. There's so many ways to describe it, think about it, talk about it. The philosophers have been dealing with this for thousands of years. I mean, science has told us a whole lot about the brain and consciousness, and we still know almost nothing. It's a hard thing to really truly see and grasp. And there's a lot of reasons for that i go into them in the book the main thing is your biology like where you're designed to procreate and to be safe in the wild that's it it's all that's all your brain is designed to do and it's designed to do that very well through hundreds thousands of years and then millions of years of evolution before then everything that matters to you now and forever everything that you do everything you don't do or fail to do every thought every feeling every emotion every single thing in your life that you say, this is awesome, this is amazing, I feel great, every bit of pleasure, every bit of pain, and everything in between starts and ends in your mind. Now, this is actually very fascinating. It's like the idea of the universe. How do you have something when there was nothing? And if you have something, at what point did you have nothing? Because how did it even come into existence in the first place? Like, again, it's just our human Brain, I don't think can even conceive of a way that that works because it is rooted in mathematics and physics and the things that we know in this material world that we look at this, you know, external reality or simulation. You could say the laws that govern what we see and feel. It's hard for us to think that there was nothing and then there was something, and if there's something, which we see there's something, we know there's something. Then there had to have been nothing before, right? Because If you trace it all the way back, where's the origin? Where's the birth? Where's the start? How can something just have been forever, right? Again, we can't comprehend this. Max Truth is like that. It can lead you down these rabbit holes of very complex, icky, hard to understand, twisting and turning in their logic and how to think about them, talk about them. It can be a very muddy process. And that's why I'm trying to reduce it down to the the principles. I'm trying to get you to understand and accept truth. Uh, You have to first be able to even see it. To even be able to see truth, you have to pretty much unlearn everything. You have to circumvent your ego. You have to circumvent everything that you've been taught, everything that you think you know. You have to basically be like Socrates and say that I know nothing. That's the only thing I know. The only thing I know is that I know nothing. And so I get into like Nietzsche's overman concept and how to do that. I spent some time talking about how broken and sick society is, how dangerous and ruthless humans are, which is why history repeats itself because humans don't learn and we don't really study history to learn how to be better. We study history to feel better about ourselves because we think our ancestors were dumb and we'll never make that mistake. And then look at 2021 where we are literally ostracizing an entire class of people based on health status. And people are saying things like, don't serve the unvaccinated and things like that. You know, I don't want to get into that. But I mean, it's hilariously sad, but also comforting because of how consistent we are. Because again, animals, we are homo sapiens sapiens, Latin for basically wise men because of our big brains. We are just mammals. Direct truth is that everything starts and ends in your mind is The mathematical, certain, biological, physically and mathematically provable thing. We know this for sure, right? Because if your brain isn't alive, then to you, nothing exists or matters or whatever. And for anything to matter, to exist, for there to even be things that you can see in the environment or hear, you need a brain and you need eyeballs and ears that take in data from that environment and then tells your brain that this thing exists. And then from that information, you do something and that's your entire existence. This is just how, if you're looking at animals and you're just an alien from outer space, we're like, this is how this animal works, right? And it's actually pretty fascinating. We can only see like less than 1% of everything that's out there. So the visual spectrum, uh, even the hearing spectrum, like we can barely see or hear anything that's actually going on right? We don't see radio waves, electromagnetic waves, frequencies. Uh, Dogs can hear frequencies that we can't. We can barely hear a sliver of that. We can barely see a sliver of the light spectrum and all the different things going on. It's very, very fascinating. We literally can't see 99% or hear 99% of what's around us. Another thing where it's like when you get into nature and you understand human biology, this shit is crazy. Like it's just freaking crazy. Max truth is that it's all you. It's all your brain. This is just a biological thing, right? What follows from that truth, which is, again, a truth because that's one. And then we add one, one plus one, and that's how we get two. And there's really actually tons, a lot of truths that we add together to, again, get truth. They are all 100%, right? Which max, maximum, maximalist, that I put in front of truth because a lot of people will sometimes hear the word truth and think, 99%, 80%, or it's like mostly truth. No, this is just something that it's binary. It's one or zero. And this is one. It's truth. It's not 99%, 99 99.9999%. This is just absolute truth. Everything in your human existence starts and ends in your mind. The truth that falls from that. Now, this is the one that people get hung up on. This is the hard one. 100% of things in your existence, everything since you were born, to the day you die, because again, it follows from the first truth, which is it's all in your mind. What follows then is that everything is up to you. This is where it breaks down because most people do not have control enough of their conscious mind or even the awareness or knowledge or whatever to understand this truth that I'm explaining because they've been brought up in a world where you outsource your thinking to other people and you. If you feel something, it just is what it is. And basically, the 98% of subconscious ramblings in your brain and processes you don't have access to because you never were taught. You didn't even knew you had it, etc. Right? This is where it gets very murky because humans, like I said, are survival and replication machines. They're not truth-seeking machines. They are only procreate, raise offspring, and then... Continue the genes on machines. That's that's what we are. That's what humans are. Every single thing from one plus two, plus two equals, no, one plus one equals two, right? Max truth is it's all in your mind, everything. Every good, bad thing, whatever, it's all in your mind. The second thing that people fail, even if they understand the first part, because they can understand the physicality of, yeah, okay, I have a brain, I'm alive. Therefore things are around me. Therefore Voltaire, sa- Vol- Voltaire, Voltaire said, I think, therefore I am. And if I don't think I am not, basically, I mean, he didn't say that second part, but I added that. The second part is because it all is starting and ending in your mind and because you're the only person that can control your mind in any way whatsoever, it is all your responsibility to take control of everything. Now, from here, I can go into a bunch of examples, but like, let's just kind of give, I guess, a very quick rundown of this. A lot of people believe that if somebody does something to offend them, they have a right to get angry. And this is very subconscious, right? It's also like biological and like we have anger for certain reasons and that kind of protects us in a social setting. It also protects us from danger. Like, again, remember, your human biology is not designed for truth. It's designed for survival and reproduction. So if you get angry because somebody calls you a name, people don't accept because they don't really even know, or maybe they know, but they can't really overcome their biology because they're emotional, whatever. They don't accept that how they respond to the thing is their responsibility. Whatever happens around you, it doesn't matter how justified you think it is or unjustified or fair or unfair, which again, is all these are all creations of humanity. There's no such thing as fair or unfair in nature. There's no right or wrong. These are just things we've created, okay? There's no good or bad. Those are just opinions and labels. There is just reality and happenstance and things that happen and cause and effect, right? How you respond to everything around you is your choice because it is your responsibility because it all starts and ends in your mind. Do you see how they're kind of fitting together? Now, this requires a lot of connection because, I mean, it is kind of a simple concept. I can kind of give you one plus one plus one equals three. And then there's probably some other subtruths in there. but really. This is the core max truth. It is that everything is up to you and you alone. Anything that you do that ignores that truth, anything that is like, well, it's their fault, right? They did this. That's not fair. That's what, like, it doesn't matter. It's still up to you. How are you going to respond? That's the only thing that matters. It is the only thing that matters. It's the only thing that even exists. Now, people can force you to do certain things. Sure, in certain ways, you know, maybe like they tie you down and they do things like that, but they still can't control your mind. And eventually we'll get there. Eventually scientists will be able to tap into our brain and control us and whatever. But like aside from sci fi shit like that, everything is in your mind. Everything is therefore your responsibility. And you can control, you should control every single response to everything that happens to you forever. What follows from this, which are these sub truths I'm talking about, are. If something bad happens to you, you're labeling it bad. It is not what happens to you, as Epictetus says, but how you respond to it. Now, if I just ended there and you like woke up tomorrow and every single thing in your life, you ran it through this max truth framework and you really started implementing truth in your life where you took maximum ownership, not extreme ownership, because extreme expi- implies almost maximum, maximum being 100%. Every single thing is your fault. And responsibility, or just get rid of fault and just say responsibility, or even get rid of responsibility and just say choice. And when you realize that everything is choice, every single thing that you do, you think, you feel, whatever is choice, your life will get a lot better. This is where it's hard because most humans are not good at controlling how they respond to the environment. So it feels like they don't have a choice. And then they create stories about justification and morality and good and bad and right and wrong, whatever. And then what that does is it makes them give up agency. And not even see the reality that it's still up to them. Even if something, you know, quote unquote, bad happens to you, it's still up to you to figure out what to do with that information or how to respond. It always comes back, again, to your mind. And every single thing that you perceive through your mind and the stories that you create about the things you perceive is, again, choice because, again, it's in your mind. And nobody can ever change that but yourself. People that are successful, they figured this out. That's why they call it a growth mindset because growth mindset is if I take responsibility and I do things and I think that I can get better and I invest time and energy and I get results, I get better and I learn and I grow and I learn and I grow and I adapt and I grow, then I get better results and I win and that's what basically growth mindset is. Fixed mindset is basically I will give up my agency because I believe I'm not good at something or I will blame somebody else or whatever and what that does is I don't take agency to learn, to grow, to adapt, I close myself off to information that the environment is giving me that I could use, and I stay stuck in the same place. It's the same thing with victim mindset. Victim mindset and fixed mindset, pretty much the same thing. Now, I'm going to be doing a lot more shows on this. Now, we're already 20 minutes into this. I was going to do a show on printing press, but I decided to start it with an intro to thank you for being here. And then 20 minutes later, we ended up talking about Max Truth. That's great because it's one of those things that you have to reinforce, 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 because even myself, that has been a self-proclaimed stoic for a while, that's dealt with a lot of hard shit, I slip into ignoring Max Truth because I want to feel this or feel that or maybe I'm tired or I'm having back pain and then I project onto someone else or whatever. I'm human. We're all human. But we come back to the baseline. We use the logical, rational side of our brain to train the illogical, irrational side of our brain and our primal biology so that we get better control over it, so that our bouts of suffering, because they're self-induced suffering, there's no no such thing as anything else. It's self-induced suffering. It's how we respond to everything that happens to us. And it's always choice because again, max truth is everything's up to you. It's your choice, your responsibility. Nothing happens to you by somebody else, right? Even if it does, because it's how you respond. It always comes back to you, to the mind. Max truth is not for everybody because that's inconvenient. People want to blame other people. They want to blame other people for their unhappy life. They want to blame other people because they have more money than they do. They want to do everything they can other than accept and utilize max truth to get the results they want because that's really freaking hard. You have to control yourself, your biology. You have to invest time and energy for long periods of time. You have to do very hard, painful things. You have to face reality, which for most people is the hardest thing to do, to just accept that, yeah, it's not... Amazing or fair or perfect, and I got to do things. And if I want something, I got to create it. And that's good because that's duality. Because when I create things, I get a reward from it. I feel good about it. Whereas if things are given to me, I don't feel good about it because I didn't work for it. So on and so forth. So we'll be doing a lot more in this. I appreciate you being here. Get on the Better Human Newsletter to get all of the everything awesome. That's twice a week. We also get the shows in there, the podcast in there. You can subscribe on uh, YouTube. You can subscribe on favorite podcast app. If you want to support the show, leave me an iTunes review. I appreciate you being here. It's time for me to get to the gym. I'm going to do a steam. I'm going to do a heart. The steam room is like my new favorite thing. (laughs) I've done it before, but I didn't realize how awesome it was. Oh man, on a cold day, the steam room, game changer. Maybe I'll do some breath meditation while I'm in there. I'll see you in the next one.